um, we had food catered for the workers and I got so sick, like on my way home, like what, 4 a.m. off the five. I oh had to stop goodness. and I was just like, oh, I don't know what happened. Mm. But I think my was- baby dropped. Good. And when do you know? <laughs> uh, I have an appointment on Thursday, but my belly definitely looks a different shape. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. This is Blood, Sweat, and Breast Smell. This is Lisa Kay. Thank you for joining us. This is the podcast on all things motherhood. And today we have Jenny Ibanez. Hey, Jenny. Hi, Lisa. Jenny is a soon-to-be mama, right? Yes, ma'am. How many weeks are you? I am 39 tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. And Jenny, we had to talk to because she is a new mom in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. We wanted to talk to someone because there's a lot of fears rolling around, especially for new moms, about how to deal with this and how has everything changed. Jenny is still working. She is an engineer and supervisor for a biomedical company here in Los Angeles. And how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm excited. Um, First baby, you know, such a blessing and just really nervous considering, you know, I haven't been able to physically see my doctor for like the last six weeks um, due to everything. So how did it all change for you? Yeah. So I had ultrasound scheduled probably six weeks ago and that got canceled three times. Um, And it's a private practice out in Ventura. And um, they said they were doing ulling appointments via Zoom and the final countdown, like your last three weeks for the ultrasound. Mm -hmm. Um, So last week I saw the ultrasound tech, but not my midwife or doctor. Um, I won't be able to see them until Thursday. So it's been really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So how did they like assure patients? Because especially when you're at the tail end or if you have ultrasound appointments that require Mm -hmm. in-person contact, what are they telling patients? Pretty much um, she was available to answer any questions I have, but she couldn't physically, you know, examine me. So I was really nervous about, well, I'm, you know, 35 weeks and I don't think my baby's face down. And then, you know, the ultrasound last week confirmed that she's still like sitting like a banana. Mm -hmm. So I I was really worried about that. Um, Pretty much it's sorry, but when the time comes, we'll have to figure it out the best we can. Because they're all figuring it out, right? Yeah. And there's so many babies and they also see newborns that no one can go into the office and it's like one patient or their and their baby at a time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes sense. So their priority Mm -hmm. is the newborn and the ones that are like at 38 to 40 weeks. Okay. Which now I am. (laughs) Right. That's why you were able to go. So how Mm -hmm. was your ultrasound appointment? Oh, it was amazing. It was, it was bittersweet because I wasn't allowed to have anyone there. My husband was super excited to go because the doctor over the phone had told us that we might be able to see her smiling or, you know, making faces and he couldn't go. Um, Mm. But we did get a picture of her smiling. So these are the nice new 3D ultrasounds they're doing, right? Yeah. And they said she has a lot of hair. 
<laughs> so wait, they're not even letting spouses in? Because even no. as of a few weeks ago, another expectant mom I was talking to was saying, oh, well, at least they let the partner in. But actually, she was going through her actual birth um, yeah. and they only let one person in. So are they even limiting that for ultrasound appointments? Yeah. So for any doctor's appointments or ultrasounds, I have to go by myself. They ask that any family member wait in the car. Um, mm. So that's how it's going to go this Thursday. I did talk to the hospital. I'm going to deliver it to Ventura. And um, they did say that so far it's going to be the same. I can have one support person with me during birth. And then mm -hmm. if anything changes, they'll let me know. But for our first baby and my mom and my twin sister, oh, that's a hard one to take. <laughs> right. Because what was your original plan? My original plan was to have my twin sister, my mom and my husband mm -hmm. there. And that's and they can't even be in the hospital waiting room. They have wow. to be. Mm -hmm. They can't even come. Nope. They can't come. All right. They have so to right wait till after. <laughs> yeah. So right now it's just you and your husband and your doctor. Yes, it is. Okay. And then did they give you any other instructions or what else is different? They pretty much just everything's over the phone. They went through and it's hard as a first time mom to kind of decipher, okay, is this a Braxton Hicks or is this a, a true contraction? So it's pretty much I've been having to rely on my mom and her experience and my grandma over the phone remotely. Mm -hmm. So it like makes me super nervous. Yeah. And so let's talk about once this all started, you said you were at about 35 weeks. And what was mm -hmm. your regular day life walking around pregnant in comparison to now? Well, I'd be going to work regularly, not happy of having to go through the screening. And well, Ventura County is very different from LA County. Ventura still hadn't had like a, the stay at home, really. The you order. Didn't see yeah, you didn't see people with masks or anything like that. And now it's completely, I mean, I live in a small town, so there's nobody out. Um, I've never seen police at a grocery store before that happened this past weekend. Mm -hmm. I, I literally haven't been anywhere in the last 30 days other than the times I've gone to work and maybe to get something from the grocery store mm -hmm. and the ultrasound appointment. Mm -hmm. And then what were your own concerns? I'm sure you got online as all pregnant moms do and start researching. Okay, what does this mean for my baby? Yeah, my concerns is, you know, like if I were to get sick, am I going to, can I breastfeed? Am I going to give it to my baby? Um, are they going to isolate me from my baby? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you read online that mothers that have been pregnant and confirmed as COVID-19 positive, that they isolate their babies. And then, you know, you kind of what about bonding? What about breastfeeding? Does that mean I would have to do formula? So I had a ton of questions. And, you know, it, you can go on the CDC website or the World Health Organization, and it's it's still kind of so vague. It's kind of like we're learning as we're going. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't really put any ease any of your fears as a mom, yet even more so a first-time mom. Mm -hmm. And have you been able to bring any of these concerns to your doctor? Have they been able to answer them at all? Um, for the most part, when I do ask, you know, they refer me to the CDC or WHO oh website. <laughs> and then, but they do talk about like things that you can do to minimize your exposure, staying home, you know, all that stuff. But it's kind of, it's not really. <laughs> mm -hmm. Haven't got clear, clear answers. Clear answers, right. There's okay, not enough so data on pregnant women who've been positive. Right. And so what else have you been doing differently? So you got the news or as a community, we got the news and the stay at home orders. Is it just you and your husband living in the home? 
No, uh, my brother, my oldest brother. He works for a school district, so he's been able to stay home. Okay. Um, since they've been, you know, he's in management, and so he'll maybe go remotely or check in once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. But my husband, you know, does the contracts like for the city and is out there. And so when everything happened, just from a couple people potentially showing symptoms at his work, he decided to go without pay for like two weeks until they put in safety measures. Like, you know, you can travel to a work site in your own vehicle and not have to be with other people. So explain that. So he was still ordered to go into work or what do you mean? Yeah. So what happened is there were people who, were out of work. They said they had, you know, um, symptoms of COVID and then his work was still expecting him to go. And he expressed concerns about having a wife that was super pregnant. I see. And potentially, and, you know, coming into contact with someone who's sick in a work vehicle going to different sites. See. Um, so his job, they had confirmed cases, but they were not stopping people from coming in is what you're saying. They weren't confirmed. They had people who had come in contact with confirmed cases, put them on quarantine, and then they said they showed symptoms, but they had not been yet confirmed themselves. Okay. And so as a family, we made the decision that he would stay home without pay for two weeks. Okay. He just returned, he just returned last week. And it was crazy to me that I had to go and make an official complaint because mm-hmm. they're a contractor employed by a, a big city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I filed an official complaint and I was like, look, we have not just my husband, but my husband had talked to coworkers who were, you know, worried about their job security if they were to express concerns. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not everyone's in the same situation where they can afford to make that decision and take that pay cut. Right. So they kept, you know, going to work. And a lot of them, for example, if you work in construction, landscape, all this stuff, you do have a lot of illegal immigrants who are also worried that they express concerns over their health and safety, that they'll just be let go or they'll, there'll be some type of retaliation. Right. And so I made a, I made a formal complaint for, you know, on behalf of all of the workers asking about, you know, well, if these state orders are in place, how come, you know, a contractor's not honoring them, mm-hmm. you know, and then the next day he received a call that said that you're allowed to travel to work sites in your own vehicle. You have to be six feet apart and they were going to give them masks and everything like that. But I couldn't believe that it took me doing that <laughs> to, yeah, for, to, a, to, take to a leader action. for them to, to take it seriously. And then it goes, it ties into that kind of cultural um, aspect of everything. Um, like I live in a predominantly Latino community. I'm Latina and it's just this lack of information mm-hmm. that's really apparent. You have people, you know, still taking all children to the grocery store Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen kids licking <laughs> grocery cards, just a bunch of different things. And, you know, I just it's just unfortunate that some people, some businesses take advantage of that and and keep businesses and pray, going. And pray on that. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, it's good that you spoke out. Yeah. <laughs> we were worried that, you know, maybe they would say something like, oh, someone's family member complaint. But everything right. went through the proper channels and it was they didn't know who did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it got done. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. I was like, well, I was like, we're about to have a baby and we have to do the best that we can and do our part to, you know, ensure her safety. Even it's been so hard, but I have, you know, I'm about to have the first baby in probably 10 years, at least 10 years in my family. All right. And with the recent loss of my brother, you know, who's 31 in February, it's kind of like she's everyone's hope. And so everyone wants to 
you know, be there right away after. And I've had to have some really tough conversations, like with my grandmother, like, I would love for you to be able to be there, but I don't think you should be out. You shouldn't try to go to a hospital. You shouldn't be doing this. And, you know, it's kind of hard for her to understand, but I'm just like, it's for your own safety, but also for the safety of the baby. Right. And that's a great point because you're from a big family. um, And a lot of people (laughs) are going through that where there's an older generation who are not, it's not that they're not taking it seriously, but it it really does feel unreal to the point where you don't have contact, you know, with people outside your household and it's hard to swallow. Well, I have really stubborn and really like strong headed grandmas and both of them, you know, are trying to go out to the grocery stores and we have like my mom will go and grocery shop for her mom and my dad will do it for his parents so that they don't have to leave it all. But we'll mm-hmm. still have to patrol them because we'll find them go like, you know, oh, I want to go get, you know, I just wanted some ice cream from the grocery store. I was like, well, that ice cream trip could mean that you come into contact with someone who's sick. Right. I was like, you just had surgery. You may feel great, but you never know. You don't. You're so right. it's been really hard, especially like <laughs> the Latina grandmas. They want to be cooking all the time. I mean, look at the whole baby shower, not being able to have a baby shower. Right. So excited to go (laughs) and then cancel. How long before did you make that decision? Uh, Like it literally was, I want to say they, it came out a week before that you couldn't have a gathering of 10 people or more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then that Saturday it was, it was done. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll have to celebrate you and the baby when everything blows over but how has that been it's been good i mean thank god for amazon and that's right (laughs) online ordering and And target registry Uh, yes it's been it's been tough i mean and you know surprisingly you know a really big source of support for me has been my all-male maintenance technician team oh cool (laughs) at work i mean yeah i mean we're all there at night a majority of them are fathers and they would ask me about, you know, like stuff that we're able to find. And we also have quite um, a few people that are immune compromised, you know, someone, you know, who's just recovered from cancer treatment. And it was amazing to see just the level of camaraderie amongst the team members. Like we would be like, okay, this is what some people aren't able to find where they live. Mm-hmm. And if someone went to the store, we have people like, I mean, look at yesterday. I went, I was at work and I had told them, Probably a week ago, I was like, man, I can never find any eggs. Yesterday, I have like 60 eggs Aww. That, that they that they brought me. And then they have trouble finding toilet paper or something. And then if I go to the store, which is rare, but I'll see it and then I'll get it. And then when I go in, you know, Just I'll leave drop it, it there. At work. And, yeah. And then we have to stay super far apart. But, you know, they've just, they've just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And That's then I don't, good. you know, <laughs> I'm quarantined, so I don't have contact with anyone. So. It's like, wow, I, I didn't think that my all-male team would be the would be such a strong support system for me. Well, that's a, a yeah. big testament to you as a as a supervisor too. So Oh, they're great. I'll credit <laughs> goes to them. Mm-hmm. So how has your original birth plan? I know you talked about the people in the room, but has anything else changed as far as, you know, what you're expecting that day or things that you had laid out? Well, to be honest, I really wish I could have had a home birth, but um, for first time pregnancies and insurance reasons and percentage for like complications, it's safer that I would deliver in a hospital. Mm -hmm. But each day that I get closer, I just see the number of cases going up in my area. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I wish I could have a home birth. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, besides not having the support system, I thought that I would have there. And not only during the birth, but afterwards, you know, I'm not going to be able to have anyone here at my house, you know, other than it's going to be my husband. Right. And myself. Um, yeah. When's the last time you've seen your family? My mom lives probably 25, 30 minutes away from me. My sister's 20 minutes. Um, probably my twin sister is definitely the hardest person. Mm. Um, she's in law enforcement and she has asthma. So she's actually been able to stay home and, uh, work from home and, you know, maybe where she has to, if she does have to go in, it's in a completely isolated area. Mm -hmm. So she's been quarantined for, for her own health. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think she may be able to, I think the last time she's been out, maybe like three weeks. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> she hasn't gone out at all because she really wants to be able to, since she can't be with me there during the birth, she really wants to be my support system for afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely not seeing her is a big one. Mm-hmm. And you were seeing really her hard. how often before? Well, we're, I mean, we don't even live together and I would see her four to five times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talk to her every day, um, probably... I can't even count how many times, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but so that's a big one. And also my mom too, and mm-hmm. she works for a school district too. Mm-hmm. And she just got laid off on Friday. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. So she's having a really tough time and she wishes she could be here. But, you know, I asked that anyone who's going to come into contact with me, at least be self-quarantining at home for three weeks right? with no contact before. So she, she, I think she's a week and a half, two weeks in. So, (laughs) okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're really diligent about it. Even family members. Yeah. I I just don't, it's just so scary. You don't know. I read different stories online and, you know, I saw one about a six week old baby who just stopped breathing. They thought it was SIDS and then baby tested positive for COVID-19. So you never know. Um, I just rather be safe than sorry. Absolutely. That's right. So what are your plans for after as far as allowing people in or is that totally that's going to be off limits? Correct? It's like, what is okay? Uh, So that one's a tough one. My husband is like adamant that we we shouldn't let anyone until um, stay at home orders are lifted. And then you kind of gauge see what the trends looking like. Mm -hmm. And I really want my family here, but I feel the same way. So Mm -hmm. it's probably just going to be my sister and my mother who get to get to meet my baby until everything goes back to as normal as it can be. Mm -hmm. Just just to be safe. And then Um, have you been doing anything different for your own health? Have you been taking any extra precautions? I feel like since I've had to stay home and don't want to go to the grocery store as much, I've I've had food from out more than I would have normally. Oh, like eating out. Yeah, maybe I don't have what the ingredients that I want, but I don't want to go to the store with all the people. So I'll do like a order thing and then eat that way. But Mm -hmm. and a lot of of delivery. In the last two weeks, yes, I was like, but uh, (laughs) my husband made a grocery store trip this Mm -hmm. weekend because he eats really, really healthy. He eats super lean and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh, I feel myself getting chunky and no gym. 
we um we put like a gym together in like a detached little room mm-hmm. um so it's like a makeshift gym and everything so that was tough too I was going to the gym like three to five times a week just walking but walking a lot and maybe doing squats and like stretches um with the yoga class mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so since I stopped doing that I I just I'm like oh I feel a little more back pain little leg so I just walk really, you know, at night around the neighborhood when no one's out. And that's yeah, good. But... You, it's good to get some fresh air, too. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I feel like if you do make your grocery store run, it's easier to eat healthy nowadays, especially in the beginning, because all the canned goods, they got taken up first. You can get everything you need in the vegetable aisle, fruit and vegetable aisle, no problem. <laughs> There's a plethora of fresh fruit and vegetables. Yes, but fruit is, you know, the thing that I haven't had any issues finding. Mm. It's, um, I don't know. I was like, we've got, we've been really lucky. And the way we plan it is going super early on like a Sunday or a Monday. Mm. But since he went back to work, he can't go during during the week. It has to be on the weekend. But mm-hmm. definitely, um, it just depends. Fillmore is so small and you have Super A and uh, Vons. Right, that's and it. And then I, I was so shocked to see... You know, one time when Vons, before they adjusted their hours, used to be open to midnight. And because I work a night shift, I would go there and, you know, it'd be empty and I'd be able to get what I what I needed. And I was only taking what I needed, no hoarding or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, from one day to the next, I remember going to get milk and I was like, whoa, where are all these people from? It was like 1130 at night. There were tons of cars. You could tell people who don't live there. Um, mm, you know, good I point. People coming people. from outside. That's yeah. true. We had a ton from Santa Clarita. That's I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there's no bread, eggs, milk, cheese, cereal. Mm-hmm. So since then, it's it's been kind of we got to find where where we can and, mm-hmm. and go from there. Okay. Do you have any advice for other pregnant women? Oh, from everything that's been going on is just don't let people try and guilt you into coming to visit. I mean, their intention is good. They want to see and celebrate your new, your blessing and your baby. But, you know, sometimes it's it's better to have those hard conversations. I like I, I know like my grandma, my grandmother, mothers took it really, really hard <laughs> that I said that they couldn't come over. But, mm. you know, it's for the their own health. I mean, they're both. One's 85, one's 86. So it's for their own health and for the health of the baby. Mm -hmm. So just hang in there, be strong and, you know, do your thing, mama. (laughs) That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we look forward. I don't know why I was so nervous. I'm talking to you. I was sweating. Don't be nervous. And I I was looking at it like, oh, I haven't talked to Jenny in so long. I haven't seen her in a minute. This just be like a regular phone call. I wanted to catch up anyway. Me too. And I was like, oh, should I? I was like, will we have to do it again and make it where it's more official? No, no, this was nice. So if anyone didn't pick up on that, Jenny and I work together uh, for a biomedical company. And so we are still we are still going into work. We're deemed essential. So, yeah, it's just been very interesting. And, you know, we are at work six feet apart from everyone. Everyone is wearing face masks. We even have to be um, inspected and questioned and our temperature taken through a drive through on our way before we can even get into the building. So that's been interesting. Mm-hmm. But it, it's been great, you know, um, seeing people take 
our health and safety serious. And, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's no joke. Just stay safe. That's right. And again, in your case, new baby on the way, it's better to be overly cautious. What is your actual due date? It's actually my birthday, April 25th. Oh. Um, April 25th, but they did move it a little earlier in my last ultrasound. I just haven't been able to talk to my doctor about that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, but I feel like it's definitely going to happen this week. There's just been some changes. My belly looks a different shape. Uh, I've been getting a lot of back pain and, you know, where it takes it. You know, I was like, well, what's happening right here? have to take a second, lose my breath. Yeah. And fill in those Braxton Hicks. Yes. I don't know if that's if <laughs> I was like, I got to be mentally prepared. Oh, my God. Pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. So wait, are you having a natural birth or what's your plan? Yes, that's that's the plan. I, I really hope to have a natural birth. That's why I was so concerned about last week when they told me that she wasn't in position yet. Okay. Because I really don't want to don't want a C-section. Right, right, right. Well, hopefully she's moved. In this case, you're going to have to go with your mama intuition. If you feel different and you notice a big change, then maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping she'll tell me, oh, she's ready to come on Thursday. Yeah. And I don't know why. I feel like Friday is going to be the day. Okay. All right. Well, we will. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so from Friday, today is Monday. On Friday, I'm going to be thinking about you. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, good luck, Jenny. We wish you a happy and safe and healthy delivery. Stay strong. Again, this is the time of COVID-19. This is a moment in history you can tell your baby about. Definitely. Thank you. It's so good to talk to you. Great to talk to you. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Bye, Lisa. See you later, mommy.